Friend Info Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. I'm not doing a previously for this episode, because this is kicking off the main story at this point. Everything up to this point is prologue. So a quick introduction of characters... Tarquin Britstone is the charming mechromancer. Mercurius is the robot-loving mech pilot. Phaleon is the aloof siren infuser with her pet hummingbird named Pigeon. And then we've got a very unusual tie-dye shirt-wearing psycho named Good Boy. These are our main characters, and they work for Friend and Foe Adventure Co., which is an adventure company run by Amir, an arms dealer, and a magic enthusiast slash saloon owner, Randy. Let's join these fine folk now. We join the four of you, and you are in a wagon heading off in the distance. You have left Geoport, and... Where the fuck's Geoport? Isn't it oh, called Geohold? <laughs> Geohold, you're right. <laughs> okay, well, there's an ori- there was the original name I had for it. So you've left Geohold. You're in this wagon. You're heading off. You can see a shitty town off in the distance, and it's kind of tucked up by some mountain and some mountainous area. Amir comes over the Echo cast your echo stones and says you're getting close to firehaven though i pride myself on how quickly i get my intel i can't guarantee that news hasn't spread rumors are quick and rarely true but remember if it's true i get my cut so he has sent you there because there are mines near firehaven that atlas has been digging at and and it's been like suspiciously it it seems Weird that Atlas would be so invested in a mine. That's not normally what they do. What What is Atlas normally? Atlas is one of the gun guilds. Okay. I don't think any of you are carrying any Atlas guns. And so he's told you to go to the town. You can ask around and then that's optional. If you don't want to go ask around town, that's fine. You still have to travel through the town to get to the mine. So you'll come in from the west side of town and then north of town. You'll go through the town and head north to get to the mines. Um, It's a pretty small town, so you won't get lost. Maybe. Who knows? With you four. With you four numbskulls. But yeah, but he wants you to find out what's going on there. He's, He's heard rumors that there's some really, really crazy stuff going on there. Are they, the only, are they the only rumors that he's heard? Can he tell us anything specific? Well, let's let's role play it. <laughs> I need you to find out what's actually going on down there and let me know. What have you heard? Who have you heard it from? So roll a talk, Jack. Ugh. Um, I have a talk of 14, and you should probably tell us as much as you know, because if you want us to do this for you, like, forewarned is forearmed, mate. That's fair, that's fair. Well... Rumor has it, and don't tell this to anyone, is that they found a vault. They've been digging in that mountain for months and months, and supposedly some creatures have 
come out that look mysterious and never before seen, whether it's a vault or just unearthed some sort of monstrous cavern of creatures, something's going on there, and I want to know what. Fair enough. That good? Does that does that suffice? <laughs> I suppose. You guys pull up to the town. As you get out, it really is this just shitty, shoddy town. The buildings are like, essentially like plywood and just like detritus put up next to each other to build buildings. Uh, it's, it's run down. There's kind of people around. They look real dirty. And that's that's what you have. Do you reckon any of these dirty people will have uh, information? Uh, yeah, you guys go into town, as and as you're walking down the street, out of the corner of your eye, you see a pretty little thing approaching you. She walks up to you, and she says, I've never seen a group who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice, and you can go and send me on my way. No, you're such a, you're such a sweet young thing. Why do you do this to yourself? What's your name? <laughs> Why is everybody rhyming? She says, my name is Giselle, and I I do this because it's, look at this town. There's nothing else to do. I've stopped rhyming, so you know uh, that I'm telling the truth now. This isn't recited. And how old are you? Let's just be right clear from the start. <laughs> um, I am 28. <laughs> do you want to roll an insight on that? <laughs> I think, you should, I think you should roll insight. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, 19. She's not 28. <laughs> okay, I tell you what, Giselle. She's lying hard. I'll show you a good time. We'll go. We'll play some hopscotch down out in the street. And while we're playing hopscotch, you can uh, tell me anything you know about the mines. Ooh, have you ever been down the mines? That's exciting, isn't it? That would be exciting. I've never been in the mines, but let's just say people that I uh, have been with have. <laughs> Whoa, judgy. <laughs> so you want to pay me to play hopscotch with you? Well, I, you're lying about your age, so I'm not going to do anything else. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, unless she's lying and she's a lot older than 28, in which case swap hopscotch for knitting? I don't know. I mean, she's older than 28. Okay. She's not lying about oh, her age as in she's young. Okay, that was an important thing to clarify. Now I understand <laughs> the hopscotch thing. No, it's because you called her a pretty little thing. I immediately thought small and therefore young. <laughs> No, she's probably lying about her age by like four or five years. She's probably right. in her mid-30s. Okay. Pretty much ancient, you know? Fine. Well, do you know what? The offer's still there. Do, do you want to play hopscotch? I'm in the mood for hopscotch. Do you want to play hopscotch? Uh, I mean, to me, it sounds like you just want some information. And we if that's not the play case, yeah. we could just not play hopscotch and you could just uh, pay me for my time. Yeah, I'll do that then. Okay. How much are you going to slip her? Um, 79 gold. 79? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am so confused why this isn't 69. This is totally irrelevant to everything. She's going to take that, but why 79? 
because now I've got an even 500 and it's all nice and neat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness, OCD Tarquin. Mm-hmm. She takes it gladly and she tells you, the town used to be a lot more lively and have a lot more work because we were working in the mines with Atlas. And until recently, they... Oh, shit. I've been saying Atlas, but it's alas. Whoops. Alas. I'm not going to go back and change it all those times. Retroactively, it's called alas. So she says, and alas was here, and they were kind of invested in this mine, but the people were still there. They were paying them. And then all of a sudden, they stopped paying them. A few people went missing, and they stopped hiring townsfolk to, to, pay, to go in there and work. Hmm. They sent in their own crew. And the town's kind of gone to hell since. In your professional opinion as a lady of the town, what do you think's going on? I think they're hiding something in there. I think that they found like a cool gold mine, a really rich gold vein, and they're just mining it. You know, they don't want to share that wealth with the town. Interesting. So are you saying the town is full of a lot of people that got laid off by Alas uh, when they found this secret thing? Yes, yeah. As you are talking, this man walks up to her, kind of off to the side, and she looks and she says, ah, regular. There ain't no rest for the wicked and money don't grow on trees. So I've heard. (laughs) I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. And she starts walking away. Okay, well, that confirms... The rumor then that Amir's heard that they found something, but there's probably going to be a lot of like angry, disgruntled ex-workers that we might be able to use somehow, talk into, I don't know, causing some trouble so we can sneak in or something maybe. As it would happen, you've walked into the town a bit and you've come to this this uh, bisect where it's going to turn left, which would be to the north, or you could go straight. And if you went straight at the very end of that row of businesses, establishments, fine dining establishments, you see a bar at the end of the road. What can we see down the other branch? Just that. Yeah, it gets even shittier. Like the quality somehow it goes from like really crappy looking houses and uh, what do you call those shackle shacks? Shackle shacks. Ramshackle shacks. <laughs> ramshack. Ramshack? Is that right? Is that the right word? Ramshackle. Well, I, said, I said ramshackle, yeah. Ramshackle, ramshackle. yeah. It's just they like garbage. somehow they just get even worse and worse. Like and and you can see way off in the distance, like the mount not way off in the distance, but like pretty far ahead, the houses end and the mountain starts to come. Like there's kind of a pathway leading towards the mountain. So that's like the way to go when you're ready to go into the mine. Well, I guess if I was someone who had lost my job, I'd be in the bar probably drowning my sorrows. Do you reckon? Should we head there? I think that's a great idea. Brilliant. Let's go to the bar. You walk up and it, much like Randy's where it has the neon signs with fairies dancing in it. This has some, but some of them are broken and the the fairies that are inside there, they aren't really dancing. They're more just like sitting there reading a book, but they're still illuminating the sign. It's just not as entertaining. 
and uh, and you enter, and it's a very depressing scene. You know, you come into this bar, standard bar layout. You know, there's the bar, there's a few people drinking there, there's a couple of tables, and people are drinking there. It's it's got quite a few people in there. They're just you know depressed folk, from what you can tell. Is there any reaction when we walk in? Literally nobody even looks your way. Excellent. Not even the bartender. I'm going to go up to the bar and say, a pint of your local beverage, please, my good bar person. This woman walks up and she puts down a mug of dirty looking... I mean, this makes Shardleby's house special look nice to you. How much is that? Didn't even come with a skag toe garnish or nothing? <laughs> yeah, this doesn't even have the skag toe garnish. Cheap. Some, people, some of these provincial towns, honestly. That's two gold, darling. Cool. There you go. Oh, 498. Shit. <laughs> now, that's not a nice, neat number anymore, dang it. Zipper 98. <laughs> there you go. What are the rest of you doing? We'll pause, you know, Phil's at the bar. I would like to order not the local special. Ask if they have any like domestic beers on tap or something. She goes, oh, of course. A man of fine taste. I got you domestic beers, domestic beers right here. And she pulls the exact same glass Ah. uh, and gives it to you. All right. Two gold. No, that's the domestic. That's four gold. Oh, okay. Hey, tell you what, you can keep an extra gold. I'll give you five. Oh, thank you, darling. What else, what's everyone else doing? We've got Good Boy and Phaleon. I am seeing if I can rearrange some of the decorations without anybody noticing. Okay, roll a sneak check. It's a 12. Uh, you know, they're really not a lively bunch. That wasn't hard. Yeah, you, so now roll an interact check to see if you do what you're trying to do well. That's a 13. Yeah, you do it pretty well. So describe whatever it is that you're you're doing. You, you know what I'm doing? I'm switching everybody's drinks. And it's not nearly, I thought it would be a lot funner, but they don't even notice. So it's not as fun as I thought. Yeah, as they're talking amongst each other or or just sitting there silently at their tables, you're just like crawling on your hands and knees and you'll like grab two at the same time and swap them. And then they just continue to drink and they don't even notice or they don't even care either way. And it's no fun pranking depressed people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like it's not even a fun prank that would cheer them up or anything. But I think, you know, in your heart a little bit, there's still like that little bit of glee of like, (laughs) they don't even know they're drinking each other's saliva at this point. It's probably what it's made of anyway. Ah, what is that called? The spittoon? (laughs) Yeah. Chewing tobacco, just with a tap, you know, like a tap that you just. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Phelion, what are you doing? I feel like I'm just like awkwardly standing close to people, not knowing what I'm supposed to do. Like near the tables, like are you kind of like walking through the table area? Um, I think closer to the bar. So we've got Tarquin and Mercurius who have sat down at the bar, ordered drinks. We've got good boy crawling around on the floor and then you're not taking a seat. You're just kind of like standing a little, maybe too close to people. Exactly. Okay. It was not the rich comedy vein. I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you had failed. 
<laughs> I will say one guy notices you did it, but then sees that the glass that you switched it with is a little bit more full than the other one, and he smiles. Rich comedy right here. <laughs> <laughs> Phaleon, there's a guy that looks at you and then does kind of a double take when he sees your tattoos. You've got your siren tattoos, right? What color? We, do we say they were blue? No, they're lavender. Oh, yeah, lavender. You're right, yeah. He sees your lavender tattoos, and he looks, and then he, like, looks straight forward. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't, say anything to you but he he seems more uncomfortable now than he was before i like tug at my sleeve and try and cover up a little bit more i mean it goes all the way down your arm pretty much right so yeah (laughs) but yeah you do that nothing nothing happens i'm gonna go is there any tables with obvious space i want to go and ingratiate myself with a group of these depressed people pretty much every table isn't completely full There's at least one or two chairs at each one. Let's say, you know, here, I'll do a quick roll for how many are at each table. Let's say there's three tables. There's one table with one person on it. Ew. One with two people. And one with two people. Okay, well, I'm going to go to one of the two people tables, and I'm just going to sit down and be like, hey, I heard there was work going at the mines. Is that true? If you came all the way here for work at the mines, you came a long way for nothing. Why is that? No, those are last shitheads. They've got it under lock and key. Why is that? Stredrick over there, the one sitting by himself, he he used to work. Uh, he was one of the last people working there. Maybe he'll know. We don't sit with him. Kind of funny. Okay, thanks. Bye. I'm going to go and sit with Stedrick then. Stedrick is like very solemn, just looking at his beer, occasionally sipping it, nursing it. I mean, they are like the tiniest sips you have ever seen. Hello, I heard that you were used to work at the mines. Yeah, I used to. Um, I used to work there. Yeah, I did. You know, I worked there for 34 years. I was one of the most senior people there. Man, let me tell you some stories. One time, I found a skag in there. It was great. The end of that story, I'll tell you another one. Well, another time I came home and I had a bad cough. I think it was from all the rock I've been breathing. Wow, your life sounds like I literally can't wait for the movie to come out. But um, so what happened there then with the mines? I hear hear things have gone a bit, bit downhill from there. Yeah, well, when we first started, it was just a rock wall. And then we've started digging into the mountain. No, I know. No, no, no. You misunderstand me, my good man. I know what a mine is. I mean, why why do you no longer work there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I quit. You quit of your own accord? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are last motherfuckers. They were, they were no good. Why? What made them no good? Can I just say, you sound remarkably cheerful compared to the slow-sipping, depressed vibe of the place. Well, that's just because of all the drugs I'm on. Oh, excellent. What, um, you got any, got any spare? Oh, yeah. He lines out some iridium cane. Cool. Can I I have a bit of that? Of course. I'm happy to share my wear. Excellent. For a prize. Oh, yeah. Um, How about eight gold? gold. (laughs) Well, hell yeah. You can have a whole line. And he, like, cuts half of the line in half. Or, you know, he cuts the line in half and puts it towards you. 
Cool. Um, I'm just going to scoop it into my cup of beer. Well, I guess that's one way I've never seen doing it. Kind of like a chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So what do you do for work now? Uh, Well, you just partook in my work. Are you a drug dealer? Is that what it is? What yeah. Proper oh, cool. drug dealer. Okay. Um, in fact, so- a lot of what I mind, or a lot of what I sell now is straight from the mine. Although the supply is running a little bit low. So hang on, the mine is a drugs mine? Well, I mean, there's all sorts of things in there. One time, I was mining, mining my own business, if you get what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what a lot. And, uh, and I inhaled one of the, you know, I put my mind, my, my pickaxe in, and it just poofed, poofed this white powder. And uh, I breathed it in, and man, was my day better. Okay. I'm starting to think you're probably not going to be very helpful. Well, I did just sell you some iridium, Kane. That's true. I suppose there is that. I'm going to go now. Have a nice day, though. Okay. I'm going to go back to the bar. <laughs> okay. Um, Mercurius, this this is pointless. All these people are complete fuckwits. <laughs> right. Uh, do you think maybe the bar people know anything? I mean, they've got to hear all the gossip because they work and- here. Yeah, they've got to stay generally sort of competent. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you mean not uh, out of their minds on Iridium Cane? You've got, you've got better talk than me, so... Pardon me, madam, good madam of the bar here. Yes, darling? Uh, what can you tell us about the operations that Alas has going on at the mine here? I heard your friend over there talking to Stedrick. Steady, as we call him. Uh, and Steady, I think, is a little bit maybe in denial, or he's just a little high, but he he was the last one working there. He was the last one to leave, and even after he was fired, he snuck in a couple times. I don't know exactly what's going on. Occasionally, the last soldiers will come in for a drink, but not very often. So, unfortunately, I don't know a whole lot other than, a, you know, not long ago, they just kicked all the townsfolk out. Well, I appreciate the information, and I wonder if I could maybe grease the wheels a little bit here. I'm sorry, I'm kind of speaking out of character here. Um, would it be worth it, do you think, to bribe this lady? Or does she not, she doesn't seem to know much, does you she? You could insight. Uh, 13. You can tell she knows like maybe a little bit of something more, but not a whole lot. She's being pretty upfront with you that she thinks that St- Steady would know the most. Um, but also with that insight, you can kind of tell she's sort of keeping an eye on Phaleon as well. They seem hmm. more concerned with the siren than the psycho in the room. Okay, that's weird. I will share this insight with Tarquin and say, this is really strange. They're really concerned about Phaleon. I'm going to look at the bar lady and be like, have you guys got a problem with tattoos or something? No, no problems with tattoos. Nope. She lifts up her arm and shows some tattoos, a tattoo of uh, of two kids' faces smiling and their hands on their cheeks. It's just um, you're looking kind of strange at our companion there. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't. Are you with Alas? No. No. I mean, up until a moment ago, we thought they were called Atlas, so we've never fucking heard of them. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. And she looks at the siren and she says, what are you what are you doing here? We're just trying to get some information about what's going on in the mines. Uh, 
I don't want any trouble around here, but they, I'm just that people are uncomfortable because a siren came through. The last brought in a, a siren, and there's not a lot of you out there, so we figured you knew each other. Did this siren do something bad? I, yeah, she she killed like three people in my, this bar because they looked at her wrong. Only three? I know, I know. <laughs> there were only four people in here at the time. Okay, I guess percentage-wise, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty bad in my from my perspective. It was scary. They just, like, evaporated. I've never seen anyone killed like that before. So I'm sorry that we're uncomfortable around you. Please don't kill any of us. Just where everybody's kind of on edge because of that. Well, I don't care killing anyone. What if we buy everyone a drink? I mean, that sure would be nice. Then they'll know we're friendly. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like that. I'll get them then. How many was there? There was one table of one and two tables of two. That's only five drinks, guys. That's well, nothing. and then there's like oh, geez. then there's like three people at the bar. Fine, eight drinks, whatever. Eight. I'll have eight house specials. That's sixteen quid. Easy. Nothing. I'll I'll buy that. <laughs> okay. Are you sure that's gonna that's gonna make your your gold be an, uh, an uneven number again? Or at it's least right. not a nice, neat, round one. 482, that's fine. <laughs> he's getting over it. <laughs> this fella right here, he's buying a round for the house. I'm going to climb up onto the nearest stool. People of Firehaven, I am from the Miners' Union, and I think what's happened to you is fucking shit. We're here to get justice for the miners and show those assholes that they have messed with the wrong community. Who's with me? Roll a talk check. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, oh, buddy, you got this. 18. Ooh. Yes. They all raise a glass. They chug their beers and say, bring on the next one. Even the ones that were like nursing it. You know, they were just nursing it to make it last. But now they know another one's coming. So they finish that beer quick so that they can get their next one. Yo, you guys, I think if we keep feeding them booze like this, we might be able to start like a whole revolution. We'll have an army going in. Yeah, if we get them to cause some disturbance up at the front, we can just sneak into the mine, no questions asked, right? Yeah. They'll be too busy dealing with the disgruntled worker rebellion to notice us. I love it. Good boy, are you still crawling around? I think at this point, I've stopped switching the drinks and started like switching the chairs with the people in them between the table. Like you're just like pulling a chair out and then pulling another chair. No, out like with the people somebody. in the chairs. Oh, like you're like, like literally lifting up the chair with them in it and then moving them. Yeah, I'm just trying to get them to notice or care about anything. Yeah, now that they've been riled up kind of by this, you know, and they've gotten a full beer in them, two of them that you swap look at you and say, Mr. What the hell are you doing? I don't know. I thought this would be funnier. Well, you know, if we were, if we had enough money for like four more drinks, maybe it would be funny. But right now, it's annoying. We're trying to drink. Okay, I don't have anything to say to that. Yeah. <laughs> so you just stand there and stare at them? Yeah, sure. Sorry, Matt. It's hard to be funny in a depressing town. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they just look at you staring at them and they get really uncomfortable and then go back to drinking their newly bought drink. Uh, and then they like try to get enthusiastic about the the rebellion again, about unionizing. 
I might as well continue my speech then. You guys all have the right to protest against what's happened to you. Instead of just wasting your time in the bar, doing nothing, sitting on your asses all day, uh, I propose that we march on the front gates of the mine and we demand to see the foreman immediately. Here, here. Oh, yeah. Roll another talk check. This was a 16. Yeah, yeah. It's time that we run those those last shitheads out of here. Oh, they mess with the wrong miners. Absolutely. And I know that some of you are feeling a bit on edge about my, my friend Phaleon here, but she is from the International Council of Sirens and... She is fully aware that one of her brethren is turned into a shitty bitch and has come to sort them out. So don't you worry about her either. Roll a d6. A d6? Oh. One. You take one point of damage as you say the word bitch. Oh, what? (laughs) Do your your health. My health? (laughs) Yeah. As your oh curse flares God. up. Because okay. that's the first time that's happened. I'm going to be like, what the hell was that? Well, they're like, okay, yeah, when we finish this drink, we're going to go right on up there with you. We'll meet you up there. Um, okay. T- 20 minutes? Sounds good. I'm going to get down off the stool. How was that, guys? Hell of a speech. Thanks. I give a thumbs up. <laughs> so, yeah. Should we head to the front gates of the mine then? It's good with me. We've got 20 minutes to hopefully scope out like a way that we can sneak in while all of them are angry mobbing. As you head out and you start heading north, the buildings, again, they just are getting really bad condition. Roll, everyone roll an insight. 24. 15. 22. 9. Everybody but Phaleon sees this shadow in the corners as you like start walking up and... And he jumps out and he's got a gun in his hand. But because of the, you all saw him beforehand, um, you're kind of ready for it. Can I just add, before I left the bar, I decanted my Iridium Cane beer into one of my bottles. Oh, okay. So I haven't drunk any of it. I'm going to save it for a nice little drugs boost if I need it later. <laughs> okay. All right, so a dude with a gun has just popped out in front of us. Yep, and he says... I'm not looking for a fight. Give me all you've got. I want your money, not your life. But if you try to make a move, I won't think twice. Um, no. Who's this guy think he is? Do we shoot him? Just let's let's shoot him. Yeah. You're just going to shoot him? I'm just going to shoot him. Okay. He'll run up on me. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a speed check. Oh, my goodness. I thought that was a 13. That's an 18. And my speed mod is 2. 20. So you've... <laughs> Pulled out your guns real fast. He immediately throws his hands up. And he says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not even loaded. It's not even loaded. <laughs> oh, man. Well, now I can't shoot him. That's just mean. <laughs> I'll be patient. I'll wait for the next fight. Okay. <laughs> he said, I'm just hey, trying wait, wait. to make... No, I'm not going to rob him either. I was going to say, what kind of gun is that? Let me see it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do an insight check. You get... Uh... Ooh, that's a two. But... Uh... Plus five gun insight, so seven. That's still not very good. Plus two for your regular insight, so nine. But oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's still, still not, not. Yeah, still not great. No. Um, I mean, you can tell that it's like it's a 
black powder gun, but it's it looks rusted and crappy. I was just trying to make money to feed my kids. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you're gonna want uh, you're gonna want some bullets if you're gonna be robbing people. Can I give him just you know a case? <laughs> <laughs> a case of bullets. Yeah. You know that that's awful kind of you. That's the right thing to do, right? <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, just trying to help a brother out. It, so if you give him bullets, I'm gonna say that the next time you roll a two or a three accuracy, that you'll have to reload. Okay. I can deal with that. But hey. It's an act of kindness. You're probably in this poor situation where you got to rob people for money to pay your family because the mine fired you, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're kind of organizing a strike against them right now. We're with the miners union. Yeah, we're unionizing. So uh, if you want to meet us up at the gates in 20 minutes, the rest of the, I mean, everybody at the bar is going to be there. So come on down. Roll that talk check. Ooh, three and two, five. He's not coming. (laughs) He's like, I'll be there. You can tell he won't. He winks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He winks at his gun. Yeah. (laughs) I believe him. Why would he lie? He starts to, you know, hobble away. And as he's going away, he just is muttering to himself, there ain't no rest for the wicked. and Money don't go on trees. I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. And he slinks off into the shadows. Yeah, people keep saying that. <laughs> and they keep talking in rhyme until we scare them enough so that they stop. Is this village haunted? Oh, I don't know. Ancient curse? <gasps> it's cursed. Yeah, maybe. Um, all right. So as you continue to walk even more north and you're on the outskirts, you've reached like the absolute poorest area. There are like... There's like four groups of people around. Um, They look, they're still wearing like their minor clothes, but they're really worn down. Um, So you could talk to those folk or you could go and keep moving north. Um, A little bit off in the distance, you can see a church. The church is like midway between you and the pathway to the mountain mines. The Firehaven Mines. All right. Well, I got... uh... I've got the highest talk modifier, right? I should probably try and convince these major miners to join our strike. There's four groups and there's four of you. Hey, gang, let's split up. Okay, so these look like, you know, these are every one of these groups look like miners. So, and that, you know, like that was their livelihood. So. Oh, hey, pardon me. Uh, you, you fine folk here, you uh, working class citizens. Have you ever considered unionizing? What? unionizing what's that well uh that's where you all band together to uh force your employer to treat you fairly and you know good and stuff oh well shit we uh that's mighty kind of you but we don't want anything to do with the mine they look genuinely scared frightened huh well what's up what's uh what's so scary about alas they're not that tough at least I don't think so. Alas can deal with the mind. Screw those guys. They can die in there. That's fine. We're not going to die in there. Die in there? What's in there? What is so frightening? We lost a couple of people, and this is what I heard. Devoid of light, trapped in there were some skags, just a group of skags. And eventually, with no light and no... No, you know, real food sources in there. They evolved into these monstrous beasts. And some of the miners that went missing, it said that they must have tunneled into one of their hidden dens and 
suffered the wrath of those dark dwelling skags. Dark dwelling skags is my new band name. Very interesting. You can roll an insight if you want to see like how truthful it is. And that's for everybody. When you're doing these interactions, you can roll an insight I believe to them. see. Okay. If you don't, if you believe them, you don't even have to roll. Well, I have a, I have an 18 insight here. You can tell that they believe what they're saying. 100%. Okay. I knew it. I should have trusted my gut. I believe him. I believe him 100%. Well, uh, don't worry, buddy. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure something out. Just leave him. Just let a last die. Just leave him in there. Let him die. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of problem solved for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We'll move on to number two, which was Phaleon. Yeah, but they're scared of me. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. As you approach. No, didn't you put your sleeves down, though? It doesn't cover her full, <laughs> her full right. tattoo. She's got them like on her neck, all okay. the way down her arm. Yeah. There's no way she's able to cover up. Um, so as you approach, they all start shifting very uncomfortably at the sight of a siren. Hey, guys. I can tell that you're a little nervous around me. And that's totally fair, but I promise I'm not going to do anything. I'm here to help you and try and figure out what's going on in the mine and to help you unionize to get better benefits. Oh, you know, it's, it's not even a big deal. This woman stands up. She's pretty confident. My buddy was there. He told me that they uncovered a sinister cannibal cult and they started eating the miners. And that's why those other miners died. And he said he could hear the cries of them being eaten alive all the way out of the cave. So... Like, you know, it's not even a big deal that we lost out on the mining job. It's fine. So you guys wanted to work in the mine and you didn't, you're, you haven't worked in the mine? Oh, it's, they, you know, last fired us, but it worked out for the better because, you know, obviously they can deal with the cannibal cult and clear them out. And then when they're done with that, we'll, we'll get back to, to work in. Okay. I'll roll an insight. I like, feel like I don't believe them. Oh, ooh, that's a seven. She's not a very good liar, and you can tell that she's lying. Like, she doesn't even believe what she's saying. She's just like, it seems like she's re- pretty much reciting what she's been told. Do you actually believe that? Roll a talk check. Um, that's a 16. She gets really uncomfortable and looks at your siren tattoos and says, uh, yeah. I, like, roll up my sleeve a little bit. Ooh, to intimidate? Yeah. She says, "Okay, yeah, no, we're, we're not ha- we're not happy. We're not happy with it. We wish we were working." But do you know what's going on in the mines? All I know is that you know, Alas was working well with us until a certain point some light started coming out of some cracks in a wall and they kicked us all out as soon as that happened. I don't I think they found something good and they wanted to cut us all out. Hmm. Interesting. All right, then we will go to Good Boy. I'm going to walk up to him and say, Hi, hello. I am an, uh, I'm a paranormal investigator, and I've heard some weird stories about this mine. You guys look like you're miners. Can you tell me anything about the mine <laughs> so I can investigate? Oh, boy, howdy, can we? we oh, you came to the right place because have you ever heard of... I, I know, I know, I know. I know. People say that vaults are just myths. I know, you know, there's lots of vault hunters out there, but really those are just bounty hunters renamed, rebranded to be, you know, more glorious. But 
vaults are real and we found one. I know it. That's why Alas kicked us out. And they kicked us out because there were vault monsters coming out of the, the out of the vault and just killing everyone. You came to the right place, my friend. There is monsters. There be monsters in that there cave, and they're vault monsters. Oh my hell! Oh, is this for like an Echo Cast series? Can I be interviewed? Uh, yeah, actually, I was gonna say that I uh, I have some. Oh man, what are those things called? Things you have to sign waivers. Waivers? Do you have to sign waivers to be on TV? <laughs> Yeah, if it was your their face. <laughs> uh, that's true. Never mind. Although, or if you were recording them now, then it could be like, well, now I can use the way, sign a waiver to like, you know, get permission to use their voice. Sure. Yeah, they happily sign it. They sign everything and anything you put in front of them. <laughs> okay. Did you want to roll inside to see if they were telling the truth or not? Yeah, that'd probably be a good thing. Uh, that's a two. What do I find out with the two, Riley? <laughs> You, you know what? I'm going to roll and just say, even is truth, odd is false. You don't believe them. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything else. All right, Tarquin, you're up. What up, peasants? They're like, well, we didn't used to be peasants, you know. Well, My name's Grendel Barhop, and I used to have it all. He strikes a pose. I used to be a miner here at this here, a fine mine. I had friends. I had a little bit of income, enough to buy some gold. Nice. Then what happened? Well, I lost it. I lost some friends in the mine. I lost my earnings. I lost the ability to buy booze. That was most important to me. That sucks, mate. Um, I've got the solution for you. Let me just uh, take a moment to put it in language that you'll understand. Being poor is a waste of time, so join us for a strike up at the mine. 15 minutes, don't be late, we're going to start a riot at the front gate. Bravo. (laughs) Yes. Interested? Roll a talk check plus five. Eleven. That's with plus five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they're hyped and they're not like closed off to the idea. They're like, wow, all right, yeah. Like, you know, Alas came in and we were working with them and then they started spreading fake news. They just they started putting out their propaganda about these deaths. Really, they were just kidnapping people. They were kidnapping our people to make it seem like we were dying off in there and that they could close the mine for our safety. But it's because they're hiding something valuable in there. And all our friends are still alive in there. Can I ask you a question? Uh, Yeah. Have you ever heard of Scooby-Doo? No. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. Um, Right. Why do you think they would do that then? Well, obviously they found something of value in there and they want to cut us all out. You know, this it's it's the fake news of Alice. Alas, Alas is all about just power and control. They want to take control of this town. They probably didn't even find something of, of value in there, come to think of it. They just spread that out to make us poor and make us dependent on them. And then they're going to seize control of the town. That you really need to join our protest. It sounds like, um, alas, uh, in breach of Miners Code 436B. 
Um, and that's that's not on. You were entitled to at least some sort of compensation. So I'll see you at the gate in a bit, yeah? Tell tell all your little peasant friends. Roll another talk check. That's a two. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the group rolls their eyes at this guy. Uh, and you can tell they're not going to, but he's like, yeah, you know, one way or another, these people need to pay. They need to see that Firehaven ain't a place for them to put down roots. They can't take our land. Oh, exactly. So he's going to join. Good. Thank you. So amongst the four of you, you got one person to join the rebellion, the union. Pretty good. You know, not bad. But we did get all those people from the bar back in town. Yes. All eight of those. So you'll have nine people. It's enough. It's great. All right, you all regroup. Uh, are you going to start heading toward... It's starting to get a little bit dark, you know? It's The sun's starting to go down. I imagine our 20 minutes is ticking on, right? You can see in the distance behind you, the bar yep. patrons starting to come. We actually have 27 minutes now. It's weird. <laughs> Time moves different in Firehaven. If we try and head to the gate first, and if we can scope out like a plan to sneak in before it all kicks off... That might serve us better, do you think? Yes. We're doing that, yes. Yes. You guys have regrouped. You start heading off towards the mine as you pass the church. This preacher man in cuffs, holding money in his hands as he and uh, exits the church. He stuffs his pockets with righteous gold coins. He sees you staring as he walks past you and says, Vault Hunter, you can't say much. You know, we're all the same. Oh, yes, we all seek out to satisfy those thrills. And then he just continues walking past you, saying, "There ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow." Yeah, yeah, money don't grow on trees. Bills to pay, mouths to feed, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Except then he starts screaming. He's like, "Oh no, I can't slow down. I can't hold back. Though you know, I wish I could. Oh no, there ain't no rest for the wicked." And so we close our eyes for good. I just hit him. (laughs) Yeah, you can. I mean, just roll a melee attack. Is that what you're doing? Is a melee attack, or are you more like? Hitting him like an interact check. Maybe an interact check. I'll just slap him. Okay, so strength interact check. So 15. You give him a good hard push or slap. Where are you slapping him? Like on the back? He's he's past you now. I don't know. Then just like on the back of his head. On the back of his head, okay. Yeah, you hit him pretty hard. He falls to the ground. The gold coins come spraying out of his pockets onto the, the ground around him. And I just say, no, dad. He looks up at you on the ground, uh, frightened. Roll a talk check. That's a five minus four. <laughs> so one? Yeah. He looks at you and he's like, oh, heathen, psycho, I see the sin in your eye. Well, you know, your mask eyes. And one day you'll have to repent. Repent for your sins. And when you're ready, you bring those gold coins my way and, and I'll absolve you. Can he I gather up the coins? Yeah, you can. He's starting to gather up the coins and put them back in his pockets. Um, sorry, sorry about my friend. Um, that song you were singing earlier, I've heard it a few times around town. Is that like a song that you sing at church, or where did you get it from? Oh yeah, it's something we do here in town. It's like the Firehaven motto, really. Where did it come from? He thinks for a second. He says, "Oh, it comes from you know the good Lord. The good Lord sent it to us." Yeah, okay, but, like, where really? Uh, Did you, like, catch an elephant? I was literally just about to say, (laughs) rumor has it that a long time ago, 
a caravan of caged elephants came through. And ever since then, the songs just kind of stuck around. So you've had the song since before all this trouble with the mines, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long time. Okay, cool. Thank you. He finishes gathering up his coins and heads off. You keep heading north and you reach this path that winds up the mountain. It's not like a huge rise, but, you know, you're there and you can see this mine entrance. There's kind of some crates around. Uh, There's like crates right by the mine. There's crates outside and just some of it's like different equipment. There's a mine cart coming out, just kind of automated, bringing debris out. There's two Alaska guards in red garb, standing guard in front of that entrance. Can I do an insight check? Yeah. I want to. I'll tell you what, I'll roll first and then I'll tell you what yes. I want to find out and you can tell me. Okay. 11. Basically, other mine carts, do they go back inside automated as well? Yeah, yeah. So if there was a distraction when the riot comes and distracted the guards, if we jumped in the minecart, the minecart would automatically take us into the mines. Well, so I suppose here's how this would work, right? Is It's like a, a roller coaster, a train type thing. So you see the minecart go up. It's full of rocks. It spills over automatically. The rocks roll out and then the cart continues and like kind of wraps around and goes down at a different way. But back inside the mines. You would assume, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's that's what I'm putting my money on. That's how I'm getting in. <laughs> Dice dependent, obviously, I imagine. <laughs> you would know that this thing isn't big enough for... it. Like, each one would be a tight squeeze for two people. And honestly, good boy, it would probably take up one by himself because he's a Hulk and man. He's a big boy. How often... Yeah. Like, how regular are they? You've seen one come the entire time you're there. So it's not super often. Okay. So which, how, how long have you been there? You know, from the time they're there, you know, five, ten minutes, you've only seen one come up. Okay, cool. Is there anything else anybody wants to do before the te- the the union gets there? I'm just going to play it by ear. Probably follow Tarquin, hop in one of their minecarts. The union people get up there. Are you hiding? Like, would they be able to see you as they approach? I think we should remain visible. We told them we'd be there, right? Yeah, yeah. We want to be there to incite them into some chaos and then just slip away while everything's kicking off, I reckon. They come up to you and they said, all right, what do we do now? You see all the random like crates and machines and stuff? Just start smashing the shit out of it. What? Really? It's and the only language these people understand. Steady is immediately like, you got it. <laughs> and he's out there and he's kicks over one the two guards immediately what the hell steady what are you doing here sounded like mickey mouse (laughs) (laughs) i'm here to fuck shit up (laughs) (laughs) solidarity now (laughs) (laughs) so they've gone up there the other eight people start coming and start pushing over crates as well breaking them as they break uh some of them are just like shovels and stuff and some are guns and weapons and spears and bows and arrows why would they be in a mine the last guards are trying to get everybody under control they have spears they pull out their spears and they start looking at them and say don't make us use these come on we don't want any trouble we're here for your protection 
I'm going to sort of duck down behind the crowd and be like, protecting us from what? Hey, you know that your friends were killed in there. Some of my friends were killed in there too. You know, we've, we've got to figure out what's going on in there. You all aren't armed properly or trained properly for it. And it's important that we take care of this problem. Let us take care of you. I'm going to roll a talk check on his behalf. Is it 12? The rioting is like, oh, it's a, calming down a little bit. They're like slowing down, but they're not, they're not sold on it. They're not stopping completely. They're just a little less enthused about it. Shit, we're losing. Can I make a Molotov cocktail out of one of my bottles of Hey Kitty wine and just chuck it? Because that's a great way to just rile everybody. If somebody throws a Molotov (laughs) cocktail, it's over. Yes, you can. (laughs) Is wine very flammable? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, well, you know what? You can see on somebody's holster where they would have had a gun. They sold it for booze. They've got like a bottle of booze. Real liquor. Yeah, real liquor. I'm going to give that to you because I love this idea so much. And it's realistic. People would totally be bringing their beers or bringing their alcohol there. They'd be like, woo. Roll interact. See how well you can make it. Plus two. 18. Oh, nice. Yeah. You've made a good Molotov cocktail. All right. Who am I throwing? (laughs) Should I hit the guards? Should I hit the machinery? Gosh. I could just set a guard on fire. That'd be wild. You know, people have pushed down things and there's like the crate with weapons that's scattered across the floor. There's crate with mining equipment like shovels and pickaxes and whatnot. There's the guards kind of, they're kind of close to everybody else, but not quite. Okay. Um, I will throw it in the non-offensive direction of the mining equipment. That way there's still weapons available if the if the townspeople want to grab those. And I'm not setting a guard on fire. <laughs> Seems a little cruel. Yeah. So you throw it off towards that equipment that's on the ground. Some of it's starting to catch fire and spread. One of the guards like takes off their cloak and puts it over it and it's trying to pat it down, but it's not really it's just, the cloak is now just catching fire. The like, shit. No, no. We need some water or something. Do we need to put this out? He starts kicking dirt at it. So he's trying to deal with that fire now instead of dealing with the the thing. And the crowd is starting to get even more riled up. Like, oh, hell yeah. Let's get this started. Is there a minecart about yet? Nope, not yet. Actually, you know what? I'll roll for it. Nope, not yet. Mm, I'm going to start a chant. Something like, justice for miners. Alas, our baby whiners. (laughs) (laughs) Could you give us a couple of chants of it? Justice for miners. Alas, our baby whiners. Justice for miners. Alas, our baby whiners. And so on and so forth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to roll to see if that catches on. It does. That's catchy enough. All of a sudden, the crowd, you know, one by one, they start going in and this justice for miners. Alas, our baby whiners. Justice for miners. Alas, our baby whiners. Justice for miners. Alas, our baby whiners. Can can one of the guards get rid? Really like feelings hurt by that. <laughs> the one that's not dealing with the fire is like, we're just trying to help you. We're not. We're not baby whiners. We're we're trying to save you all. We're not baby whiners. <laughs> and he kicks some dirt, and it flies into like gets in their eyes, and they start getting irritated now because they this. 
this mine or this guard just assaulted them with dust in their <laughs> eyes. So they're getting pretty riled up. Your your siren doesn't scare us anymore. We got our own siren. The union. What was it called? The union. The International Center. Council of Sirens. International Council of Sirens sent somebody to deal with your your mean old bully old siren. And they motion towards you, Phaleon. I infuse Pigeon with electricity. And then what's Pigeon going to do while infused? Just fly around like dart back and forth. When Pigeon is infused with electricity, he gains like extra speed. So it's like just lightning bolts zooming around, zooming about. And you've held out your fist and clenched it. like, And that's when it started happening. And so there's all this shock going around. Roll... Hmm, roll interact just to see like kind of how intimidating it is. Ten. They seem like a little uncomfortable around it, but they're like, the International Council of Sirens, Icoff? No. Listen, listen, honey. We've got the Siren Queen here. You've got jack shit. You've got a light show. Yeah, the miners seem to like calm way, way down and get like a lot more hushed. I know this is going to hurt. I heard the Siren Queen was a slag. <laughs> yeah, roll your d6. <laughs> five. Okay, you take five points of damage. All for the sake of the riot. Yeah. Um, and then roll a talk check. Uh, six. Steady is like, yeah, yeah, she, just because she's a queen doesn't mean she can treat us like this. But everybody else is still, like, getting way more hesitant. Uh, you hear down in the mine shaft a cart coming, but you can't even see it yet. We need like a one last big distraction or something. Call that a light show? I'll show you a light show. Here comes Pancake. You summon up Pancake. You're inside Pancake. The guards immediately go on the offensive. The guy stops trying to put out the fire. He grabs his spear, holds it towards Pancake. They both have their spears pointed at Pancake and say, what? What the hell are you doing? Are they close together? Can I spray them with the minigun? Yeah, they are. They would be like within two squares of each other. Fantastic. Then I am spraying them with the minigun. That is a... Oh, I'm sorry. I rolled a D4. That's a D6. I rolled a one. (laughs) Accuracy is five. So that's extra fuel cost too. (laughs) You fire your minigun at them. They both take one damage. The other unionizers are getting a lot more riled up again. Yes. All right. As long as it uh, was inspiring, that's okay if it didn't do that much damage. Yeah, it was more of a show of force. I think we should roll initiative because that it, that kicked off a combat. Three. We got nine. Twelve. Eleven. First, it would be Phaleon. Are there only two guards or are there guards other places too? There's only two guards here that you see. That I see or that there are? That you see. No other ones have come out. I just don't know if the guards are bad people. <laughs> class traitors. <laughs> so Pigeon, no. is Pigeon still infused? Yes. We'll say for one turn, he's infused. Should I attack the guards, guys? Well, I, mm, I don't think we should kill them or incapacitate. Like, we want there to be a fight so we can sneak away, right? We want, so can we try and like, I don't know. As not injure them as possible. Okay. But then again, I suppose if we just killed them, 
we wouldn't have to sneak in because the guards would be dead and there'd be no one to stop us. Yeah, but would there be more guards? Because we don't see any other ones if there's too much of a commotion. Hmm. Maybe we should just kill everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's start with the protesters. They look squishy. (laughs) I think I'm going to send Pigeon after one of the guards' feet, like his foot. So it's like, gets the guard a little bit, but doesn't cause too much damage. So, like, you're doing, like, non-lethal damage. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I will say, yeah, like, as long as you're not using your gun, you can do non-lethal, we'll say. Okay. I mean, even your gun, you could, like, shoot them in the leg type thing. But as, if you, you know, shoot them too much in the leg, they'll bleed out type thing. A pigeon is going and just darting at them, their legs, their feet. Their feet. Their feet just trying to deal some non-lethal damage to kind of work towards incapacitating them. Yeah. Okay, go for it. I rolled an eight for damage. Nice. So instantly that guard's shields burst and then they take a little bit more damage. So they're not necessarily hurt, hurt. They're just, you know, hurt. Uh, Is there anything else you want to do? That was just Pigeon's turn, but you still have a turn too. I don't want to kill them. I don't know. Is there a rock nearby? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just throw a rock towards that area to like make some noise towards the guards. Cause I don't want to hit the, hit the people. So you pick up a rock, you throw it in that direction. Roll, roll and interact. 15. People see the rock get thrown. They don't know exactly who threw it and they start picking up rocks and throwing it at the guards. Oh, uh, Okay. I seriously just rolled a d20 twice and got two ones in a row. Ha. Huh. But that wasn't even for accuracy. I was just doing some damage as a group. Um, so the group does two points of damage to the guns collectively by throwing rocks at them. That's pretty impressive because my minigun did two damage collectively. So <laughs> somebody's got real cannons. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, then it is Good Boy's turn. Is there, like, any structures? No, there's just the crates. I mean, there's the wooden support beam of the the entrance. What about, like, wagons? Is there any wagons? You know, there would be some wagons that probably were, like, there to bring some of the supplies. Yeah. Let's say there's one wagon kind of behind the group now, like, more towards the the way you came, just a little bit. I'm going to overturn the wagon and set it on fire. Interact, check that. Strength interact because you're overturning it. So that would be 14 plus 5, so 19. Yeah, you easily flip over the wagon. You can start a fire. That's not hard. You've got like fire making things, materials. I do it. It's starting to catch on. It's caught on fire. It's it's blazing. It's a blazing fire, setting the mood even more. You know, the heat kind of behind the group now. They're very riled up. They're they're like getting closer to the spearmen. Mercurius. Uh, I was going to say I've got a lot of lethal force at my fingertips right now. But after that last damage roll, I don't know if that's necessarily true. But I could just kind of rev, rev her up and fire off into the air to try and, you know, rile everybody up. Go for I it. I figured that that'd get blood pumping more than actually, you know. We'll just do an interact check. 
Okay, call it in. Actually, an accuracy, essentially. Accuracy, okay, 18 um, plus Because that'll that's still be your fuel cost. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that'll be a 20. Okay. Not now a rolling. 20, but... Nice. Now roll an interact check. 11. They throw some more rocks. A couple of them start heading towards the guns and spears and bows and arrows. And they deal five damage to one and four damage to another. I'm yelling, wow! Like, you know, <laughs> like an orc. Um, and now it's the spearmen's turn. They are going to attack you, uh, Mercurius. They're going to be attacking Pancake because that's like the big loud threat right now. Ooh, okay. The first spearman jabs at Pancake and deals 10 damage. And then the second one jabs at Pancake and does five damage. That's it. I think that's all her armor. Oh, yeah, I think that deconstructs Pancake then. There she goes. Pancake goes less away. Large and loud. I'm small and quiet. All right. And then that is their turn. Now it is uh, Tarquin's turn. Is the minecart here yet? Do an insight. 17. You can tell that at the end of your, like, the next round of combat, essentially, the minecart will be there. At the, yeah, it's about to come up. You know, before you said when the minecart gets here and it empties its rocks into something, what is that something? Down a small hill that leads to like even more piles of rocks. So they're down a hill away from us. Yeah, a little bit. It's not like a big hill. It's more just like, you know, a little hill that it tips down so that it can continue to like roll. And eventually that hill would fill up. um, But they you can tell they like will carry those rocks even further away to make room so that they can keep dumping rocks there. Is there anything else? So we've got this burning wagon. We've got loads of knocked over spilled crates of weapons and stuff. Do you know what? I'm just going to sit down and wait for the minecart. I need this fucking minecart. I'm just going to have a little sit (laughs) and wait. Everybody's riled up. Some of them are grabbing guns. They are going towards the guards. They manage to go to the first guard that's most injured and just take him down. And so like four of the nine people that are just on top of this guy and they're tying him up. Uh, And then the other ones, they're trying, but the guard is managing to like kind of keep them at bay with his spear. So he's very focused on like keeping the other people away from him, from taking him like they just took his buddy. And then the minecart comes up. That was perfect timing, I think, for everybody. The guard is distracted with that. It's the top of the round for combat again. Tarquin, technically, you were holding your action, which is something you can do. You were holding your action until something happened. So now the minecart is up. I would like to jump in the minecart, please. <laughs> yeah, you run over and you're following the minecart it, before it dumps, obviously. You're not going to jump in and get dumped out with it. No, that would be silly. Phaleon, your turn. So there's the minecart that goes up to the mine. What else is there? There's like the burning wagon. There's the crates that are spilled. There's a fire going on. There's the normal, there's like the entrance that, the minecart came out of, and then it goes around, it pours out, and then it'll go back kind of around into an, presumably another way to go back into the mine. So like the minecart is really the only way to get in. Or you could just walk in. But the guards are there? Yeah, one of them's tackled. One of them is dealing with the other group. They're really distracted now. I mean, one's one couldn't see anything if they wanted to. 
uh, one of them's just really focused on the the crowd that's gotten out of hand. Okay, I'll try and go through the entrance then. Roll a sneak check. You don't even necessarily have to be that sneaky, but... That is a 13. Okay, yeah. See, that's enough because he's so distracted. You're able to, like, go around and walk a little bit. I mean, even semi-casually saunter up to the entrance. Good boy? Can I just walk in? Uh, Yeah, still roll a sneak check just to see, like, how noticeable... It's not necessarily about how you're doing it. It's just about how the other people see it. Okay. Well, that's an 18, just flat 18 plus one, so 19. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, you just very casually walk up right to the entrance. You and Phelion are at the main entrance. And then we've got Tarquin following that cart. At this point, it's almost to the part where it's going to dump out the rocks. So, Mercurius, what you going to do? Hey, can I ride with you, Tarquin? Yeah, sure. No, it's a little crowded in there, but... It'll be perfect. And that was like if you were going to crouch down inside it. But if you are if you don't if you don't even have to crouch down to stay hidden, right now at least, maybe there'll be guards. Just over the edge of it, just kicking back. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't get an Indiana Jones-style minecart ride out of this, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, yeah, roll the... You don't even have to roll to go that way because it's not towards the entrance. Like they wouldn't be able to see where the mine cart is. So you get over there, the rocks dump, the cart comes back to being upright. The two of you hop in and it starts wrapping around the mountain. You're riding in it and it starts to head into the mountain, back into a mine, a different entrance. Before we go into the mountain, can I just casually chuck a grenade out the back and be like, bye fuckers. <laughs> towards which, towards like the group? Just towards the general chaos. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go for it. You're not like trying to hit anyone. No, just, you know, just to create one last sort of bit of... <laughs> chaos. Disturbance. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, What do I do? You don't even have to roll accuracy or anything. Just sit, what's your grenade? Uh, a torque splash. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So you toss that torque. Where, how close to the people are you tossing it? You probably can't cl- toss it too close because you're fairly far away now. No, I would like I would say just in front of them. So it goes off near them and causes a bit of panic, but not close enough to hurt anybody. Okay, yeah. A tour goes, and those things are so powerful and loud because they're just explosive beasts. It blows up and it like rattles everything. And they are like even more like, whoa, they can't silence us. Take them down, take them down. And then you head off and you head into the darkness of the mine. We'll stop right there. And then Phelion and Good Boy, everybody's out of combat. You're at the entrance. There's this chaos happening behind you with the people. It seems like the townsfolk are definitely going to win this. So what are you? What are the two of you doing? Just walking into the mine. Yeah, I'm just like sneaking in. You're sneaking. You're like semi-crouched. And even Pigeon is flying a little bit low, like flying under the radar. And then there's just Good Boy who's like sauntering. Da, 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 da. Yeah, whistling. Yeah. <laughs> it starts echoing as you get into the cave. <laughs> yeah, so you guys enter the cave. There's, you know, it's dark, but there's lights every so many squares. And you continue down there. And all of a sudden you hear like this loud like rumbling. And we cut over to Tarquin and Mercurius. They've entered the cave. And as soon as they enter it, like it's just pitch black. 
but the it goes and it just drops like a roller coaster and they are like whoosh, just whooshing down drop it's intense um roll a interact check both of you 20 not not a natural but with my bonuses 20 nice i got 15 with my bonuses okay yeah you manage not to get motion sick from it um and then it gets down and then it goes up a little bit of a hill a little bit yeah, that's a lot of a little bits. It goes up this little hill and it's starting to lose momentum. And then it goes down a smaller hill uh, and it just kind of coasts. And then you reach a line of other carts and you hit that cart and jostles to a stop. Um, and there's some light up ahead in front of this line of carts. All of a sudden, one of the carts moves forward and starts rolling down and from good boy and Phaleon's view, they see a cart in front of them come out from the side and start rolling into the mine further. Is the passageway like, is there enough space at the side for us to climb out or is it pretty narrow? Are we stuck in the cart basically? Yeah, You guys could climb forward, like through the carts. There's maybe a little bit of a path, you know, you could like squeeze sidestep through it. I mean, we need to get out before we get covered in rocks again but how far do we want to go before that happens well there's not really much else to do but uh but climb out toward the light yeah okay we'll climb towards the light you just keep climbing towards it you get to the end they're not filling none of those mines that you or none of those carts that you go through have any rocks in them and then you come out and to your right you see phaleon and and good boy walking right up to you Hi. Oh, hey. I think our way in was much more fun than yours. I mean, I don't know. I found a cool rock. <laughs> That's pretty sick. He holds it up, and it is exactly like any other rock you would see in the area. Ooh. What's its name? Phlebus. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> Six E's. Phlebus. Hey, Phaleon. I, I can't help noticing that out there, they mentioned the Siren Queen. Have you ever heard of this Siren Queen? Um, no. I'm a little curious what it's all about. Hmm. I heard she's a total slag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> so, it's just the way behind you. There's the tracks leading further down the passage, um, but... It's you can't really see much. There's just three directions you can go, and two of them you've already been. Onwards into the mines. You follow the mine shaft deeper underground, occasional torches lighting the way, and you come upon a large cavern. The cavern has even more crates, and there's mining material, but you see three Alaska guards through there. One of them's an archer, two of them are spearmen, and they are just picking up guns, essentially. They're just taking weapons, and they have a minecart that uh, track leads, and that minecart that came in front of you uh, is stopped there, and they are loading that up with guns. Imagine specking into archery when you got guns all around you. Yeah, right? (laughs) Moron. So it's just a, a fairly large cavern filled with crates of guns and some mining material, but mostly like weaponry. That doesn't tell us much, does it? Yeah. And then if you your eye follows the minecart, it would swing around and go further into the mine. There's another like shaft that it'll go down. 
So there's like a, there's more exits. Yeah. Just the one way just to go. Well, that's the only way that the mine cart goes. There are some kind of like caves around that go, um, but there's not even like torches down there. So would the mine cart go deeper into the mine or would it go back up to where we came from? Deeper. Yeah, it's going deeper. Deeper okay. and deeper. At this point, you know, there's only that one track that eventually like loops back around and, and connects back to that track. And so you haven't seen any mine carts come up with rocks. You know that eventually those rocks, like something has to come back this way on this same track. We could take them. Do they look stupid? <laughs> Roll an insight. <laughs> that would be 24. Clothes nice. are all mismatched. <laughs> got two left shoes. <laughs> yeah. One of them's wearing a fedora. He's got that look about him. <laughs> the archer seems to carry themselves very well. Like, from what you can tell, they seem like the leader of the group, and the other two don't seem as, like, well. Okay, I'm going to take a gamble, and if it doesn't work, we can just fight them. <laughs> I'm going to run into the middle of the room and I'm going to be like, quick, guys, quick, there's trouble back at the entrance. The boss sent us to guard the vault. You need to go and deal with that. They very quickly look at you. The two with the spears start like, oh, no, we're on it. We're on it. And they start to run towards it. And the archer stops and says, hold up. Wait a minute. You're not a lass. And he draws his bow and points it at you. Uh, I'm a special guard mercenary uh, hired by the boss for just such an outcoming. You know how precious what you've found is. You know how secret it is. So it needs only the best top secret mercs to to protect it. Roll and that top. That's oh. me, mate. <laughs> oh, 18. <sighs> I'm sure they'll be fine with it, you know? Also, have you ever met this siren queen? That everyone's been talking about. Uh, they look really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, we we met her. Oh, okay, never mind. Cool, thanks. All right, you go deal with that then. Uh, he says, one of you, go and check it. He just sends one. Fine. Well, you obviously are convinced that I'm a vault protector, so which way is it? Uh, let me check with the boss. He grabs out his echo stone, touches it type thing to turn it on. Gonna punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. Roll that attack. Actually, roll a traverse check because you're going to have to jump over like two boxes to get to him. <laughs> Seven. Um, yeah, you start charging towards him and you make it over like one and then just not quite the other and you fall. You don't take any damage. It's just like you don't quite manage to get there fast enough. And he says, oh, I knew it. And he draws his bow and let's roll for combat or initiative. Eight. Fourteen combat. Sixteen. Three. Okay, so he's going to get his first attack because, like, you failed that, and then he's, he'll still get another turn that this turn. He deals five damage to you, and then he ducks behind some crates. He's fo- Everyone's focused on you at this point. The spearmen have, the one spearman that was running is fairly close to you, the other three, um, but he stopped because everything started to happen then. Um, so there's two spearmen in there and one archer. Uh, you have a pretty clear shot. The rest of you have like a clear shot on the archer and the spearman two, we'll say. And then spearman one is covered for you guys. So there's a lot of boxes, meaning a lot of cover, which is going to be hard, make uh, shooting everybody harder. 
So now it is Good Boy's turn. I'm going to uh, I'm take Phlebas, and I'm going to throw them at the spearman that was running away. Those, he was essentially running towards you guys to stop the riot, but then he stopped. Oh, I thought he ran around. past us. No, no, he didn't quite make it that far. Okay, never mind. I don't know if you guys were even hiding. Like, he might have just run into you guys, and you would have ambushed him. I don't know. But, yeah, he's not very far from you, though, and his back is turned towards you. Uh, I guess I'll just shoot then. Oh, actually, I I can hit more than one uh, target with my gun. Ooh, it's a natural 20. Ooh, so that's going to be double damage. Do you want your first? Do you want to split them like three and two? I want the. I want most of them to hit the the archer. The archer is way way too yeah. far. Yeah, like you would have yeah. had to move three squares. In which case, you would be like on the same square as. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Yeah. We'll just do three. There would be then. no way for you to hit both of them. Yeah. yeah. You can do the two spearmen or one, just the one spearman. So five. Five damage first the one. first. Okay. And one, so seven the second one uh the second one's shields burst and he takes a little bit more damage but the other one has still has shields uh, and is now aware of all of your your presences behind him and he turns around uh to face you three can i move to some cover yeah absolutely i'm gonna do that yeah probably like two squares to your left is some cover so you're in partial cover which means they'll get a minus three against you now it is uh, Mercurius. I have that fire damage fan. I have five movement, but if I could let loose on him with some fire damage since he's unshielded, if I move five squares, I'm I'm one square away from him. That's close enough for melee? Yep, that's perfect. Okay, I will do that. I approach the unshielded. Oh, but there are boxes in the way, so you would have to traverse check. Oh, traverse checks. Okay, uh, I have a minus two for traverse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for it anyway. Like, why not? Okay. So jumping boxes and stuff. 14 minus 2 is 12. Yeah, that's good enough. You get up to him. Nice. I clumsily approach. <laughs> yeah. Very hesitantly, you're like jumping from box to box, but you do it. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see that? Okay. And then I smack him with my fire thing, my fire fan, uh, which is 1d6 melee die and 1d6 fire damage. No, it's just 1d6 fire. Like everything. Oh, that's all it is. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, good thing I rolled a three both times. So it's definitely going to be three. Sweet. So six damage as he catches on fire and cries, but the tear instantly evaporates in the flames. Ha ha. Wow, man, what's a good one line? You guys got any good one liners for like fire damage? This was brought to you by OnlyFans. <laughs> Are you a fan of flames? Looks like it. Ha ha. That's a good one. <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> okay, now it is Sarquin's turn. Okay, so presumably, I mean, like, I fell over the boxes, right? Typical. So, uh, like, am I still on the floor? <laughs> no, you didn't, like, fall, fall. It was more just that you couldn't get over the boxes very quickly. Okay, I am going to shoot the dude who is... Three squares away, the spearman with the little amount of shields. Okay, I have an accuracy of 16, and I do 15 points of damage. Hey, why don't you just describe how you kill this dude? 
I just sort of casually, I don't even look, you know, I just one handed sniper rifle. I'm looking at the archer. No, the, um, yeah, the archer who's in front of me. And I'm like, watch this. And then I just bang, gank his friend straight through the shield, straight through the head, drops his shitty little spear. And then he just sort of slumps back just as a minecart whizzes past behind him and sort of like <laughs> obliterates him. You know, like in Alien 3 where the dude goes into the fan. That. Wonderful. <laughs> that might be the most badass kill <laughs> that we've had yet. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. That was good. Tassiter, no! I'll kill you, you son of a bitch! He draws his bow. As he's drawing it back, it's like just starting to shock static electricity surging through it, which he releases it. You're you're kind of in partial cover. Like every if you're in those boxes, you're in partial cover. So he releases it and he does hit you in the shoulder with it, uh, but it hits your shields. It does ten points of damage to your shields, shock damage. So normally it would have been five, but it was doubled because it's against your shields. Is this guy the Siren Queen, or is he just having an electric bow? <laughs> it's just an electric bow. Yeah, like okay, I thought he was like an elementalist. Like whoa. It's like as he drew the arrow back, it's like sliding against... The arrow is like a carpet. It's wool socks. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He slips a wool sock over the arrow and then pulls it across this carpeted uh, aiming area. And it's just like... (laughs) Oh my gosh. I really want one of these days to be like fighting in a bedroom and somebody just like is walking towards you while rubbing their feet and then touches you and your shields obliterate. Oh, God. And then the spearman attacks Mercurius, just jabbing at him, dealing 10 points of damage. Bringing my shields down to 25. Ooh, (laughs) in danger. (laughs) Help, help. I'm being attacked. (laughs) You hear Pancake's voice coming in overhead and it says, Danger, Mercurius, danger. (laughs) Now it is Phaleon's turn. I will use my sniper. I think my crappy sniper. Okay, I rolled 16 for accuracy and I dealt 15 points of shock damage. So the archer is severely injured as that bullet rips through him, grabbing onto the box, shaky, on death's door. And there we go. Then we're back to good boy. I'm going to whip out my buzz axe. I'm going to try to jump over to get at the spearman. Go for it. I don't. You won't even have to roll because you get like double your speed when you are in your enraged form when you're yeah. in that rampage. So you're able to just like jump straight to him and attack him. So 12, 12 damage. Do you want to describe how you kill him? Yeah. So he's he's huddled behind these boxes and sees a shadow that comes over him, and I just land on him and smash his head. My buzz axe. Blood guts spray onto the boxes. You're not, are you, you're full health, right? You haven't taken any damage. Yeah, no. I was going to say, get health on the kill, but I not today. haven't taken any damage. Then you still have your second attack with your buzz axe. Oh, that's right. So I guess I'm going to throw it at the archer. You know what? You don't even need to roll anything because you're going to kill him. He has one health left. <laughs> so yeah, just describe how you throw it and kill him. Uh, well, I throw it, and I kill him. Nailed it. Wow. Riveting podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Very direct. Straight to the point. Do you want me to describe it? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, so you've just finished killing that guy. You immediately stand up. Blood flies from it as you throw it towards the archer. And it's like, you know, swirling towards him. It hits right into his skull. Blood splatters out. Some of it even sprays and mists onto Tarquin because it was so powerful of an impact. Yeah. As you reel back your string with your buzz axe on it, the body starts to come with it for a little bit and snags and you have to like kind of pull it a little harder and then it dislodges from the guy's head and it comes back towards got you. Got a big one. Yeah, I've got a big one. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got this super bloody bu- uh, buzz axe back in your hand. And you have to say a one cool one-liner after killing two people in one turn. Um, I got nothing. We can get that in post. Everybody's dead, and you're in this room full of crates, and then there's the one pathway down. You reckon there's anything good in these crates? Can't hurt to have a look. Should we bother taking the time to maybe roll a couple search checks? Actually, just all four of you roll a search check, and I'm going to average it. 11. That is 19. I also got an 11. I also got 11. Wow, okay. Team 11. <laughs> Woo! Oh, one chest and two caches. And the enemy dropped. So there is in here 30 gold. So split that amongst the four of you. I need a calculator. <laughs> it's about seven and a half. You are correct. So two of you get seven, seven gold. Why don't you? I'm just going to do this. Tarquin, you get eight gold, and then one other person gets eight gold because he's been spending so much gold on getting information. I figured, you know, that's fair. It really has. Team player. In fact, why don't you just take the nine gold to make this easy? Everybody else gets seven gold. There you go. Everybody else takes seven. Uh, just to speed it up. Okay. Yeah, you guys are all going through it. You find 30 gold in uh, cash. There's four common health potions scattered about. Um, some of them came from the bodies, some were in caches. So that heals 1d8 health. So whoever wants four, you know, you can split them amongst each other. If there's four, should we just take one each? There you go. There's two common shield potion, potions. So those will heal your shield 1d8. There's two of those. Who's got the weakest shields? I think I do. Yeah, that's Matt by far. Yeah. Cool. Go for it. Oh, nice. And then there is a gun. I'm going to roll a d4 on who gets the gun. Three. Phaleon. Okay, so what you got, this worked out very perfect for you. You got a uncommon Malefactor shock pistol. Fancy. All right, so all that loot is sorted out. Mercurius, you approach this chest and you're about to open it when all of a sudden you hear just gunshots, screams, and it's coming from further down the tunnel where those tracks lead. The timing is unfortunate though, because as you look up and you're reaching for that chest, you don't see those teeth. And the chest licks its lips and opens wide and chomps down on your hands. It's a mimic. Chest-biting Mercurius, usually it's the other way around. 
Thank you so much for listening to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. We are having an absolute blast playing this. If you want to start your own adventures, you can. You can go to nerdvanagames.com and buy your own source book. And if you really want to go fancy, you can get the deluxe edition, which is amazing. That's what I have. It's especially amazing for in-person because it's got miniatures. It's got a board. It's got these weapon cards. It makes it really easy to do. Even for these online sessions that we do, I use the BM screen to BM for everybody. It makes BMing way easier in front of your friends because it's like a cheat sheet. If you enjoy this show, there's a couple ways you could help us out. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Either and or both will help the podcast get seen more. And another way to help us out is to share it with your friends and your foes. Word of mouth, social media, hire a skywriter, hire a medium to share it with ghosts. If you're a doctor, you can write a prescription to every single one of your patients prescribing Friend and Foe Adventure Co. It would mean so much to us. I have been your BM, aka the Bunker Master, Riley Stock. Phaleon is played by my wife, Kimberly. Tarquin Britstone is played by Phil McNeil. Mercurius is played by Kyle Mackard. And Good Boy is played by Matt Laraway. Kyle Mackert also does our theme song, Vault Hunter, which you can hear on SoundCloud, and you can check out more of his music on SoundCloud and on YouTube, Mecha Mac Music. We're just a small little podcast, but we're having fun doing it. We're going to keep doing it for as long as it's fun. And I appreciate the listeners that are interacting with us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We are on all of those at FF Adventure Co. Come and interact with us. Have some fun. You can find a lot of this information and links to places in our episode description. That is it. And remember, to us, you are the best kind of badass. The hunter, I'll watch you back if you watch mine. The hunter, those bandits better run and hide. You got your 27 times. I got nothing. You can get that in post. <laughs> All right. I'll Is that what he says? He's just like, you can get that in post. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two oh. for the price of one special. Uh, Buzz X. I prob. I never, I hardly knew her. Nope. <laughs> Do you have time to fill out a survey? <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, that's perfect. This sparking anything for you? No, no. No. Those are all better than anything that I can think of, which is nothing. (laughs) I forget. Is it club soda or vodka that gets blood out of buzz axes? (laughs) I got tons of them. I can keep going for days. Dude, (laughs) you're on fire. (laughs) You had one for mine. You got a bunch. Oh, man, this is great. I mean, they're not all gold, but it's just the podcast is now just Riley making one line. <laughs> <laughs>
it's time to do our next giveaway. Thanks to the badasses at Nirvana Games. They hooked us up with a copy of the source book and we are giving it away. They actually gave us two, so we already did one. This is our second one. Uh, If you want to enter, there are just a few things. It'll end somewhere between the beginning of September to mid-September. I haven't decided the official date. I will update this and social medias as soon as I know for sure. You need to be in the contiguous United States, so no Alaska, no Hawaii, and the drawing will be random. But you can enter multiple times, multiple entries, simply by tagging friends on certain posts on social media, quote retweeting, sharing certain posts, The way to earn the most entries is to write a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, and then email it to us at ffadventureco at gmail.com. That will help us get the podcast out there more. The reviews really, really help, and rating the podcast really, really helps. So we want to give a big thank you there, and a lot of times we'll end up reading the reviews you write. So if you can do that for us, that would be awesome. Go check out our social medias. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're even on the TikToks now, though I am super amateur at that and don't know what I'm doing there. But be sure you're following us. That's a really, really big thing. A lot of people kind of entered, but they weren't following us, so they couldn't technically win. We need to be able to reach you and contact you to tell you you're a winner. We're at all of those at FF Adventure Co. Good luck, badasses.